Hello, 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 everybody. This is your friend Ray here in your ears here. And happy holiday season. However, however you and yours celebrate the holiday season, Ray's here to uh, do a little celebrating with all of yous. Uh, now, this one is a blast from the past. And this is idea Scooter and I have had for a while now. I'm not sure if it's if Scooter came up with this idea. <laughs> I don't even know anymore, you know, with the past few years. In 2019, 2020, he told me, Ray, what do you think about this idea? I said, Scooter, I like it. But, I, you know, I, la- I needed a little theme park break over the past, uh, you know, until, uh, you know, I felt more comfortable. And this is where the beauty of archived audio and media that uh, everybody can access, ideally, freely, or, you know, with commercials or paid, but, like, you could have access to it. It's not just lost. And I'm not confident this will be around forever, but I'm so happy it was available to us now. And I've had to hold off on Scooter downloading all of these because he says, well, Ray, what if they take them down? What are we going to do? And I say, Scooter, we'll just deal with it when that happens. Try to, I mean, why don't we just enjoy, enjoy it? So we've watched a few of these. And I won't say, I'll link to it, but Scooter will link to it. Oh, by the way, so good. Thank you so much for supporting the show. This is a little gift uh, from Scooter. I forgot he told me to mention that. Uh, so normally, you know, in 20, last year, 2021, or the end of this, you know, this year, we tried to f- figure out ways to get more $20 patrons. We did this Ray level, and it did not really work out as Scooter had hopes. Uh, but I think there's just a limited uh, number of people, you know, in a position to be a $20 a month patron. But we did not, we wanted to keep making these episodes because we enjoy them and the listeners enjoy them. And Scooter said, Ray, we got to figure this out. We got to crack the code because originally we we're going to do a $50, $100 Ray level and hope that would support a number of people would come that would say, oh, okay, let's make this. And then Scooter tried around a few other things because making sleep with me is a bit like pushing an iceberg around. Where once it's really hard to get any get it going anywhere, and once you do, I don't know. That's like analogy. Scooter and I were talking about doesn't quite do it. Plus, we got to get into this show. But so now, Scooter's idea is Ray. Promo- we got to get back to promotion by att- attraction, promotion. What attracts promotion by attraction? Instead of trying to figure out what can I what can I do to get the patrons to do something, let's just do it, and then we'll see who comes along for the ride. So I know this one. I think it's going out to every patron. But you know, if you want more content, uh, stay participatory. But like, because the scooter said, like in twenty twenty two, five dollar patrons, you'll probably be able to vote, and and, and you got to vote or become an annual patron to participate. And then everyone will get access to probably all intro episodes of some other stuff. And then $10 patrons, if you vote, or, or, you know, by becoming an annual patron or staying engaged, uh, but particularly those annual patrons, uh, then, you know, re- you'll get more Ray episodes or other episodes. And then $20 patrons, you're going to keep getting bonus stuff. But if you become an annual patron, that's terrific, too. You'll get to vote on that as well. Uh, but so that's exciting stuff, you know, that we're going to be doing, we're going to keep doing bonus stuff. 
Now, Scooter said, maybe that we'll figure out a way, you know, to eventually this stuff will make it way to the podcast feed in the end. Uh, because Scooter said, well, if we're just trying to do an exclusive... So anyway, Scooter's trying to be creative, but be positively creative instead of uh, overthinking creative. And this was one of his great ideas here, which is, uh, like, oh boy, I did not load it up. So give me one second here. Okay, so it's going now. And it is the, uh, what is it? The 1989 Walt Disney World Christmas Parade. Now, this is just going to be a friend Ray running through the tape here on the YouTube. And the reason now we, we, this was interesting. So we watched a lot of these historical ones, one holiday season. I don't know. Again, I'm not sure what year it was. And Scooter said, I don't even think I watched these as a kid, but maybe I did. And, but he doesn't have a real good memory of it, but, but, uh, and it's changed over the years. And even between 1988 and 1989, it changed a little bit. And it kind of puts Ray in a position because maybe we'll do 1988 next year. Because in 1988 to 1989, they changed the parade around. It's a new parade for 1989. But 1989 was the closest to when Scooter would go to the theme park. Uh, uh, We suspect that uh, he's still not sure if he went 1989 or 1990. Uh, for his first time to Disney World. Uh, so, because, I mean, watching this, you say Scooter did not go before this, I don't think. But he may have. He may have. Uh, and But, no, this was right around when Scooter had gone because we see the... So, this, so we're going to run through the parade. Oh, but I was saying, I don't know. So some of the other ones I saw, I don't know what years they were. Uh, so, but I know we saw a lot of 1988, uh, and one thing I really liked about 1988 was this, they have a lot of, uh, um, I want to call them set pieces, but that's not the correct word. Like they have produced pieces, dance numbers, uh, like, so there's a live parade with taped segments, right? And that's still what they do now. But it's a little bit too polished now. But back then, they had these big numbers. And that's what I was trying to say. These big numbers that were produced uh, ahead of time. So they had multiple segments with dancing and singing. Now, there's one in here. Well, there's two. There's two, I guess. Uh, but one's with a celebrity. But the other one was just uh, cast members, uh, maybe performing cast members, and maybe performers they hired. And those were really fun. And I saw other ones. I said, well, boy, this is impressive. And we don't have any uh, close captioning. So what we'll do is we'll do the usual where we go through Scooter's notes and kind of play the video at the same time. Let me get this thing going here. Uh, Let's see here, Ray. Get it going. We'll get it going at 1.5. Okay. So it's uh, 1989. The the people working there, Joan London and Alan Thicke uh, and Regis in the audience. And Regis, like, uh, like uh, now a lot of them are watching from another, you know, another parade area now. But uh, 
Really good stuff. And this, we, Joan and uh, Alan also did 1988. So I was familiar with the style because we watched them right in a row. But then now the 1989 one I've seen quite a few times. It opens with some shots of the theme parks, you know, uh, Magic Kingdom, MGM, Epcot, uh, Goofy. Oh, that was one thing. And there's like cuts from other things, but they have Goofy in a boat, the boat that Scooter wanted to go through for Father's Day with a Christmas tree in the boat. Mickey and Minnie come out of Mickey's house and Mickey birthday land there. And then we see they, a lot of it is taken from the Macy's parade. They do a lot of wipes. They do a lot of teasing of the next segments. And I think Mark Price was in the parade last year, but we didn't make it because we had to stop watching. We didn't watch the whole 1988 parade. Oh, and then we see segments, Goofy in a golf cart. Uh, so I think they probably reuse stuff at Mickey Mouse Club. And then they show some elves at Typhoon Lagoon. They're going to be Kermit in a sleigh singing. And, a t- you know, previews. Obviously, this is a marketing parade. And this one was very clear. I wonder if they're contractually obligated to show. I mean, it was a parade, so they show the whole parade. There's also a lot of greenery at the Magic Kingdom, including in the hub. I don't know if the, that amount of greenery has always been is there now. That was also on my list to do that. Typhoon Lagoon, Mickey Mouse, dressed up, whole whole group, uh, Kermit, Rhino and Jambus, Mark Price, uh, Whitney Kershaw from Major Dad, Goofy on a Golf Cart, Mickey Mouse Club, Kermit, annual, uh, oh, Disneyland's annual uh, anniversary, 35th anniversary. Wow Parade, Magic Kingdom, lots of green. U of F Gators, they're, they're marching now, the marching band. They do jingle bells dashing through the snow. And they had everything, but, but flag bearers, baton twirlers, uh, down Main Street, USA, jingle bells. It was an overcast day, I think, when they were filming the parade. Then they do a comedy bit where Alec, uh, Alec, Alan Thicke is uh, brushing Sa- uh, Santa statue's beard. And Joan says, oh, Alan, cut it out there. And then they say, well, let's get back before we go to this commercial. That's the preview of the parade. We're so excited to be here, as usual. He's actually in character because he's dressed. I think that was the same kind of outfit his character wore on Growing Pains was a sweater. I can't remember if he was a dentist or a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Uh, but he's dressed as this character, Santa's beard. Then we see an ad for Kissimmee, Kissimmee St. Cloud. Spods are very. Mickey's like live from where Anthony, Prince Regis. So Regis goes into the crowd. He's talking to the crowd. It's a sunny day when Regis is talking. I don't know if this is a live segment. And there's a lot of interesting people like this. You think things change, but people have their own homemade shirts, matching shirts. Kermit's in the crowd. It's hard to tell if he's wearing a sweater or a bathrobe. I guess it's a sweater. He looks very like a like casual Kermit. Yeah, before I put, I was wondering if it was a bathrobe. Now that I'm looking at it up close on an iPad, I say, no, that's a, uh, and it's so good, it's such a good segment. Kermit's in multiple segments here. Very funny. Oh, Mike TV was there. When was that? There was someone that looked exactly, I know it doesn't fit in a timeline, 
But there was a kid there that looked like he was from Mike TV, from Willy Wonka. Uh, why, yes, uh, Kermit. Uh, new ho- horse in robe of sweater. Sleepy birthday. Oh, the sleepy birthday. Smell, smelly the dwarf. Oh, sleeping beauty. There's a lot of comedy, like I said, with Kermit's. Uh, we're going to be at Disney MGM Studios. Good jokes uh, by Kermit, uh, Regis says. But yeah, he says, oh, we've been working with Disney for a long time. We just got cut from the movies. Uh, Miss Piggy was supposed to be in uh, one of them. And then, yeah, uh, Gonzo was supposed to be Smelly the Dwarf. Uh, and they says, bye, Kermit. Then we go to the parade opens. Well, this brand new Walt Disney World Very Merry Christmas Parade. Night's resplendent. And... Most of it, oh, we see Mickey, Minnie, and Joan London's daughters, uh, Lindsay and June, uh, uh, Janie, I don't know, Joan's kids, uh, and uh, Alan, this is when Prince Di and Charles were popular, so he says, like, right around the wedding, maybe even, he says, oh, boy, it's like the Prince Di and Charles, uh, and one of Joan's daughters is talking to Minnie while the while on camera, and, um, and Minnie even says to her, I don't know, uh, sweetie pie. Then we see Parade Bank in gold lead. Oh, then Parade Band with this gold royal band. They have a lot of bands here. Great. Holy cow. Now, I'll be honest. I haven't seen a Disney parade in a long time. Well, that's not true. I saw a lot. Well, I mean, on TV, I guess I've seen. But th- this one is very, there's a lot of marching bands. Uh and this one is really good. Then they have Royal, uh, what is it from? Sleeping Beauty or something? I don't even know. But everybody's shiny. Joan talks about how they have the largest uh, costume, uh, what is that, wardrobe place in the world. Uh, they're at Disney World. There's dances, yeah, costume department, glass, uh, carriage. Uh, Regis even gets to inter- interview uh, Cinderella. That's Cinderella, Scooter. She says, oh, her name's Ella. It's a very short interview. She says, hi, Regis. She says, hi, Cinderella. Okay, let's get out with the show. Pointless, Scooter, but uh, Regis says, hey, you're, you're really riding around in a uh, thing there. You better get back to your ball. She says, okay, thanks, Regis. Uh, Sleeping, Judy Pal- Sleeping Beauty Palace. There's an ice palace, a crystal palace. I know that Agatha movie's coming out, but that's Agatha Harkness, Scooter. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, set, zoom on. Uh, oh, they do. They go back to the set after this parade segment, and then they zoom in on Alan. Uh, and he says, soon coming up, we're going to see some elves on vacation. But, yeah, a lot of waving and dancing here in the parade. They got audience shots of kids waving. And it is a big difference from the previous parade, which was kind of like a holdover from the early Walt Disney days. But again, these parades, I would say, well, I mean, I guess this is really doing it up for the cameras. But I mean, I'm saying, I don't know if they do this anymore, like some of these segments. But, you know, Ray may be just poo-pooing and papaying. You know, there's a nice shot of Pleasure Island. Those you, oh, there's the three um, uh, fairy godmothers I saw. But they do this weird zoom on Alan. They're doing it right now where he sets up the next segment. Uh, and he says, okay, Joan. Now, a couple of things that, that bothered me. He kept call, talking about Joan's uh, uh, 
he made a few comments about Jones that I wasn't comfortable with. So I don't know. I did, but uh, you know, not in any overly over the top way. I just said, why, who does that? Uh, well, maybe they were friends. I don't know. Then we get the duck. We come back from a commercial. There's the duck tails. Scooter put double exclamation point duck deck the holes. So it's the duck tails and the dancing with snow people. And they do a whole dance like, uh, Duckburg USA uh, launch pads there. Uh, bunch of them, bunch of the ducks, uh, Scrooge duck, uh, and that really, they do a whole dance number. Really well done. Da- and they go into dashing through the snow, jingle bells, uh, then dancing back, and then they have to get back on the floats. Uh, then there's a Pinocchio float, more daring tradition. Uh, I think it's more dancing, but, uh, as Scooter was saying, I don't know, but uh, then we go. So you see all of Pinocchio, everybody's dancing, you know, another number. Pinocchio doesn't get off the float, but there's other team members that are there. They go back to the studio, and Alan says, Well, I'm going to do the uh, Star Tours here at Disney MGM. And then he goes and gets in line, and Goofy and Donald are there, and Alan's interacting with the. Uh, um, now, Ray's got to do a little commentary here, so I got to do a little commentary. So here's the thing, Disney. Like, so I went, you go on Star Tours, right? And I don't know if this was, like, so Alan interacts with some of the audio animatronics. Now, they may have been on the sound loop, uh, and Alan's kind of playing a buffoon on vacation a little bit. Uh, but here's the thing. So if you go in the Star Tours queue in Disneyland or Disney World, uh, do do me a favor, if you're one of the Disney executives, do this, please, for the love of uh, all that is good in theme park world. So you go there, you wait in line, right? Now, the, now if you've been on the line before, you might be, but if, you, if it's your first time, you say, well, this is entertaining. If I got to wait in line, at least I'm being slightly entertained. Now go wait in line for the um, Millennium Falcon ride, which is more or less, no offense, a pretty similar ride. You just press buttons and you don't got as good a view. But if you wait in that line, the whole line, I'm saying, like you don't have to wait for four hours, but if you wait 45 minutes for each ride, well, Star Tours, just wait 15 minutes. Uh, but uh, you're waiting in a similar queue, but there's no one there at the Millennium Falcon. It's like a, it's it's a similar kind of set, you know, like a, whatever, like a, a spaceship repair areas. But in the in Millennium Falcon, everybody went on break. There's no animatronics. There's a couple announcements. Uh, I, I like I'm not Ray. Ray was not happy. I said, "What happened here? You couldn't have any kind of animatronics at all." You just have uh, empty, like it's like a, we're walking through a half-finished set of something. Uh, so I don't know. I, I just had to say that. So I, so Alan goes to go on Star Tours, right? It's a whole bit. It's a new ride in Disney World. He's excited. It's very funny with the droids. Alan's joking. Then he goes on the ride. Now, if you ever seen the behind the scenes of Star Trek: The Next Generation, they do that kind of thing where they pretend they ride the ride. Alan does not have a seatbelt on, so they didn't really ride it. I mean, I'm sure he did, but uh, they do the thing where they're pretending the thing's moving, you know, and then they move the camera or they're moving the film. 
and adding in special effects like you're on the ride. So, like, leaning to the right, leaning to the left, uh, I don't know. Like, it was it was somewhat funny, but, uh, <laughs> and, and, and then he kind of is sitting there afterwards uh, all uh, out of it. Now, Scooter also was a little bit shocked to learn that I think he, him, Alan, in this parade, and Scooter are the same age in the, in the points in life. And that was a little bit humbling to Scooter. Uh, but, yeah, they go in. I don't even think they're actually in the ride, really. I think they're in a, a, I don't know. But anyway, uh, they go to go on the ride. It's very entertaining. And that's it. Uh, battle balls, balls, guy in blue shirt. Uh, oh, this one, Camp Up Elves, uh, Regis, uh, Chippendale. Huh, my, my notes here are not perfect. Regis, blue, battle, blue, blue. Bills, oh, Bills, oh, someone from Buffalo? There's a guy in a blue shirt that he, he made himself that says stuff, and then he says, they say, who's the person you want to be the person of the century or the millennium? They were having a vote for the millennium. And he says, Babe Ruth. Then he asks another kid who can't think of an answer, and he says, Babe Ruth, his grandson or something. Then they say, Walt Disney. Then they have a segment with Michael Eisner introducing the person of the millennium and they scroll through the list we don't really i'm not covering that because it's not part of the parade oh buffalo bills ball i want to see what this guy's shirt says though oh it's not in uh new hampshire oh we'll get it they show him again hopefully uh but he has a shirt with one two three four five six seven eight lines he is also it's it's cold this day so he only has a shirt on a lot of people have winter coats and hats on. So anyway, Babe Ruth. So Eisner says, hey, vote for this person for this person of the century. Now, we don't even know who won because, uh, I don't know, not, a, not my, beyond my pay, pay grade, you know. Then when the calliope comes through, and I wonder if it's like run the music plays when the wheels turn. Like, is that how calliope works? And they say it's a rough ride. Walt Disney bought this thing. And I would like to hear that and, and and see it in a parade. Then we have uh, Snow, is that Snow White and the Dwarves? Uh, and there's a recycled joke every time there's a group of Disney characters that have multiple names. Alan doesn't know them. They sing Frosty with the lyrics on the screen so you could sing along. Now, Ray would say, if you don't know the lyrics of Frosty the Snowman, uh, like the, then the lyrics are there on the screen for you to follow. Uh, Long form frosty with lyrics, dwarves and snow people dancing, haul out the holly, there's an next song. And later in the parade, around this point, we pause, oh, so there's Sleepy, he's sleeping under a blanket. Uh, we did posit that all the floats are singing the same loop, maybe, because they sing out, haul out the holly, uh, and that's like the Winnie the Pooh float with Eeyore Pooh. Holly Jolly Kid. Oh, Kid Picks His Nose. We saw a kid picking his nose. So that's how you know it's a live parade. There's dancing trees. There's a tree. There's a tree. Oh, there's also a TARDIS. Uh, like we see Tigger, King Kanga. And I said, is that the door to Pooh's house or a TARDIS? 
And I'm pretty sure it was a tortoise, but everybody's dancing a lot. I mean, maybe they said, make sure to don't, we don't dance like this on regular parades, but for this one, we do. I mean, there's even some tumbling. Uh, oh, we need a little Christmas uh, right this very moment. Santa's elves swirl, surf alone, we're on vacation. So this one was good. Now, we don't have closed captioning, but they go to a, a produce segment at Typhoon Lagoon of these elves with characters dancing in multiple locations. They're singing a song about like on Christmas day, Santa goes on a break, uh, like a little bit of a surf rock feel to it. Uh, and really well done. I mean, there's like lines of dances. They're in the water. They're going down water slides they're in the stores. Uh, then we see a couple of elves later in the parade. And Mickey and Minnie are there, Santa Claus is there. But really, like, I'm talking about 15, 20 different uh, setups, uh, maybe even more. And I don't know, maybe Ray's just, you know, been shaking a little. They say, would Disney actually pay for this nowadays? So they say, oh, no. I mean, they'd say, well, CBS, you pay for it or whoever. But they say, well, well, I don't know if we need this. Uh, I mean, but even the elves at one point, there's overhead shot of them making letters with the bodies. Uh, and uh, really, they do the mash. Somebody does the mashed potato, I think, they saying. Goofy also, a little strange. Goofy was in a, a like a, one of those, th- a hammock with two two young ladies. Uh, yeah, there's even dancing reindeer, there's scuba diving and, uh, scuba dive, snorkeling elves, elves going down water slides. So I wish they had one more of these segments or this song was not catchy. Now there was a catchy song later, um, with Whitney Kershaw, but it wasn't a holiday song. Yeah. I love Minnie. Oh, Mickey made a sand out of that. Lots of shots, dancing elves, uh. Scuba Elf, Reindeer. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Kermit is going to be going down soon. Then they do a riverboat float, the SS Disney. Another whole band, an entire band playing music. Uh, Donald and Daisy are on this one. It's like a multi-stage float. uh, And it has a paddle wheel. It had a grand piano, which I could not believe. then the country bears come, and this is a whole put a whole nother production. Like each one of these floats was a whole production. There's trees clapping. The bears are humongous. Like the country bears on this float are triple or double size normal. Uh, tree clapping. I don't know if that was it, but the bears are huge. Holy cow! Uh, and they have so much energy. At some point, this clog, oh yeah, this clog is next. Uh, lots of dances. And then, so there's cloggers dancing. Then there's scarecrows dancing with the cloggers. Uh, then there's, um, what do you call that? Uh, uh, what do you call it? Square dancing going on. And I don't know if these were volunteers or paid people, because there was a lot of different ages of people. And then they start square dancing with the audience members. Now, this we used to see at the Posada um, celebration in Disneyland. I've seen people dance with the uh, guests in 2018, I believe. 
And that was also also very nice. So, so they have quaggas, lots of dances, scarecrows, uh, audience dances, lots of ages. Best seat in the house, Alan says. Then we go to a segment of Ariel and Little Mermaid, which we'll skip. Uh, oh, no, is this the float? Uh, oh, Ariel, Little Mermaid, uh, float. Uh, no, with Sebastian and Little, little uh, the fish, whoever the fish was. Prince Eric's on there, Caba- Carbon Cabana, Eric, Ursula, and I don't even know if the movie was out, but lots of hand dancing because not everybody, you know, was, oh, but they do, yeah, I guess they do have a segment with the uh, Little Mermaid first about, you know, a little teaser segment. So I don't know if it was coming out. Oh, Glenn Keane, that's one of Ken, uh, Scooter's brother's uh, heroes there. But yeah, so we get the Little Mermaid, uh, Lots of hand dancing. Then we go to MGM Studios. Uh, Regis, lots of coats on. I don't think this was in an MGM studio, so Regis, maybe that was like an over-the-head shot. Oh, whoever's playing Prince Eric has on it has a like a looking glass or whatever those things are called. Spyglass. Again, a lot of trees. I don't know if they cut down the trees. But then Regis is interviewing people. There's lots of coats. He says, what's your favorite ride? Everybody says uh, Space Mountain, which Regis gets in even one person's face. And he just keeps going. He get, Regis doesn't like it. He said, why did anybody say the freaking carousel over here? Uh, but then someone says, uh, Thunder Mountain. Ray says, any mountain will do. Not Ray. Regis uh, Oh, that young lady has on an acid wash jean coat when uh, Regis kind of, a lot of jean jackets. Uh, I guess this was the 80s, eh? Keep going, any mountain will do. Oh, boy, then we get uh, more Disney afternoon. The Sing in the Toyland song. We've got Gadget from uh, the Disney afternoon. We've got uh, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. So Chippendale. It's pulled, the float is pulled by a tiny train. Also, Gadget has a seatbelt on, which is good because she, oh, she's dancing in a floating seat. But it's pulled by a tiny train that could, I guess. Uh, there's also dancing monkeys, Raggedy Ann and Andy, teddy bears, and then the gummy bears, yummy gummy, and other bears. Uh, and that was a show Scootle really liked. Uh, I don't think that was on Disney Afternoon. I think it was on Sunday or Saturday morning. Scummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. Wild Adventure Beyond Compare. Those were the gummy bears. Uh, Toy Factory. Body Hears Joan. Miss Man. Wonder- oh, and then we go to another Body Wars. Joan, now Alan went on Star Tours. No, Joan's going to go on the same ride, Body Wars, with some kids, which she did in The Last Parade, too, which is cute. She does a segment. She's much more interactive with the children. So she goes on this Wonders of Life. This ride isn't there. Scooter liked this ride. I think this is where this was his archetypal ride for uh, suspending his disbelief in theme parks. But she tells the kids, hold your hands, we're going to be miniaturized. And then they do a fact where it looks like it. Then they do the same thing as on Star Tours. They pretend to ride it. Then they go back to the set and Joan's been shrunk. And Alan says, oh, no, Joan, you've been shrunk. Uh, welcome back. Epcot was very green. They did an overhead shot there. Uh, something Jeff in northern Canada, my boys, uh, 
welcome back. Uh, oh, they say, who do you want to send love to? Uh, and she says, my mom, my brother, Jeff, who, uh, and then Alan says, my family in Northern Canada, my boys, uh, back in Los Angeles, uh, Bethlehem and Coachman calling time deck the halls. I don't know what that is, Scooter. We'll see. Then Pluto, Toy Train with Roger Rabbit and Goofy, Clowns, uh, and uh, Toy da- and the Dancing with Toyland, Dancing with the Audience, Toy Blocks. Uh, and then we go to the Kermit at the MGM Studios. Uh, and he says, yeah, we're working on a show and a 3D movie. And Kermit's in a, now they really missed the opportunity to have Miss Piggy here. Because Kermit's in a sleigh with two singers. Uh, and I say, okay, wait, I'm going to watch here because Alan called Joan back. And now Joan's been miniaturized. She grows uh, back to normal. So they get to use a little special effect there. Alan gets to act all uh, comedy, comedic. Oh, I said, where are they? It, where's this uh, booth set up that they're recording from? I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, we get a shot of Epcot looking very green. And then they say, hey, Kermit's coming up soon. But Kermit rides in the sleigh with two singers uh, that are women. I said, Miss Piggy would not stand for that. Uh, and the sleigh gets pulled by Clydesdale. And then they even have people in the audience singing. And you really get some good shots of Disney MGM Studios, multiple, again, multiple places and locations. Uh, and then at the end, there's lights and there's snow, and they're in the New York back lot on, that doesn't exist anymore and at, like, entrance to a hotel. And this uh, Kermit says, there's no business like snow business. Uh, a really good segment. There's a lot of birds flying around behind Alan and uh, Joan. Probably seagulls. Uh, yep, going after people's food. And a couple to Christmas trees. Oh, USC. Was that the USC band? Oh, no, no. Why? Scooter. Oh, that must have been Scooter's notes. Uh, this is the Bethune Cookman College uh, marching band. Yeah, where's that note that Scooter couldn't read there? Oh, yeah, they're playing Deck the Halls, like a little melody. So that that was an enjoyable segment. Uh, and this is a really no, another really large band. A uh, lot of, oh, boy, really doing good. And, yeah, then we see a couple, you know, Pluto, Roger Rabbit, Goofy, Clowns, uh, you know, not everybody's cup of tea. Then we get a shot of the MGM Eiffel Tower with a Christmas hat on. And then Kermit sets everything up. He's singing kind of like with, uh, I don't know who the Andrews sisters were. I forgot what that happened. But I say, are those the Andrews sisters? Or the Andrews sisters' daughters? Uh, so then the, the Kermit starts moving. Kids are dancing as they uh, film the segment. There's uh other audience members singing, I mean, that are actually part of the show. There's someone leading the Clydesdale while Kermit also is like, has his reins. Uh, and we see Indiana Jones, we see the Brown Derby, we see the uh, theater, former great movie ride. Uh, yeah, we see uh, the MGM Studios archway. 
And Kermit says, we're going to need a little snow and some holiday magic or something. I don't know. Uh, let it snow, let it snow. And we get some special effect snow and light, twinkling lights. Uh, and then, you know, fake snow and dances, so like a little bit like uh, the movie White Christmas. And now Kermit's dressed to the nines as they have dancing. And everybody's really dressed in finery. Uh, and snow's dumping on him. Uh, he got some in his mouth. Poor Kermit. But, I mean, if Miss Piggy was there, she would have karate chopped multiple people. So I think that's the only thing I'm missing. Uh, she said, what is going on, frog? Uh, hi You know, Scooter could do it better than I can. Okay, so that's the end of that one. We come back with Joan and Alan again. Uh, welcome back. Oh, now they do a whole Disneyland segment. Uh, 35th year TV wife, my TV wife, Joanna Kearns. By the way, this is a recorded, they say, or it says it under there. And uh, they say we got, we're here with Whitney Kershaw is uh, um, uh, going to do a song. So Whitney Kershaw from the show Major Dad. She does a segment. Now, this song was catchy. Uh, now, I, I can't think of it right now, but I was singing it earlier. It's very 80s, this video. Uh, but she sings this song called Come On Disneyland. Uh, uh, don't let the 90s pass you by. Here come the 90s. Don't let them pass you by. I wish we had a closed captioning, but she sings it. Everybody's dressed in very 80s clothes. But it really was a catchy song because it was about nothing. But, you know, Disneyland and celebrating. Here, you're going to be 35. Uh, but again, well-produced. You got audience members, multiple sequences with her dancing with uh, dancers and characters and uh, interacting with park people. There was even someone that looked like Danny DeVito in the audience uh, dancing. Yeah, here goes the dances. Oh, boy, really good. The matching. And, uh, wow, making a lot of moves. Spinning. They got rolled up uh, sleeves with multiple layers. People are kicking. Mary Poppins comes in. Uh, Audience is clapping. I don't know. I, I thought it was good. I mean, even though it's not holiday related and it was kind of like a blatant advertisement, uh, they did well. I, I preferred this to them now doing the Disneyland parade. So then we cut to Joanna Kearns. She's up very high somewhere, like on a rooftop, and she's setting the parade. We see the Christmas tree. She, uh, let's see. Mark, oh, then she says, okay, let's talk to Mark Price, Skippy from, now Scooter and I had no idea who this was before we saw him. Even we saw his picture, Scooter, this was, because I think he was in last year's too. We said, Mark Price, Skippy. And Scooter, I said, Scooter, what do you remember about family ties? Because they set it up like he was a star of the show. And Scooter said, Michael J. Fox, uh, and then... You know, I, there's other family members. Uh, and I said, yeah, do you know who Skippy is? And he said, well, there was that guy that was like a greaser that dated the sister. And I said, no, that's not Skippy, though. He was like, you know, Vince or something. 
And I said, I don't know who this Skippy is, a mock price. Uh, but then once you see him, you say, oh, okay, he's like a comedic relief. He is very high energy in a good way. I mean, probably he also looked like one of Scooter's friends when he was uh, this age. A little bit like his friend Kyle, Scooter said. But Mark Price really brings the energy. He does not leave anything like on the ground. He's like, uh, and he really makes it fun. I guess a little bit like Regis, but a little bit more comedic and goo- silly. So he has awesome energy. He wants to be the first person to ride Splash Mountain. And the audio, he talks to the audience. Then they do this segment where he says, hey, kid, I'm going to go ride Sp- Splash Mountain. Can you tell me about it? And the kid does a sleep with me routine where he says, well, first you go there and there's uh, uh, some honey. And then there's a, you go up the hill, but it was a comedy segment. Cause then he goes, I'm going to go ride it. And then the kid immediately cuts to like, okay, Joan, we'll, we'll send it back to you. So I don't know if he was an actor or he was an actual audience member that was just very talented, but the kid did a great job. So he could take over sleep with me though, though he's probably, well, I bet she's probably the same age as Scooter. Then we see Christmas is tradition, Jones. Uh, no, uh, Joanna says, I'm sorry. Then the USC marching band. Then we have the Jungle Book come through with lots of uh, characters from there. Then Mary Poppins. Also, Mark Price is on a really nice uh, Disney sweater, which really looked good on him. Oh, I celebrate, celebrate. And now the song's just caught in my head, Disneyland. That's one of the, the songs that Whitney Price was singing. Celebrate, celebrate Disneyland. It's very, uh, it's a very Disney song. Like the Simpsons. It's not as like, uh, it's catchy, but not in a way Simpsons would parody it. Uh, well, maybe they would. Uh, 35 years young. They go down in an octave or something. They go, celebrate, celebrate Disneyland, 35 years young. You go lower in that, celebrate, celebrate Disneyland, 35 years young. I think that's the chorus of the song. Okay, so let's see. Mark Price's Christmas sweater. Then we see, he says, I'm going to be first to ride this ride. And then we see shots of the crowd almost getting to him. Then we go, we see him on the ride. There's also B-roll and surf music. Uh, and then someone that looks like is holding Mark Price or something when they go down the hill. I'm going to watch it. Here he is. Uh, he's, he's, he's really uh, bringing it. Oh, no, the, now the crowd's going to beat me to the ride. Oh, here I go. I'm going for it. Uh, and now we see the ride. We see him sitting, smiling, looking. We see him going up a hill, smiling. B-roll. Him looking at another thing. B-roll. Him going down the hill and looking back. Uh, and then the big hill. It looked like somebody was holding onto his shoulders or something. Yeah, it is. Uh, so there's also something flies off like a balloon or something, but someone's holding on to him while he goes down the hill, like giving him a hug. Uh, uh, then they talk about the party garage coming. I think they go to commercial first. Uh, then they say, coming up next is party garage, the 35 year party. There's a giant 40 foot Pluto. 
that surprise is they say, we got a surprise from Mark, 40-foot Pluto. And then Mark says, holy cow, this is stupendous, elephantine. Uh, then he's on top of a building. Uh, then Joanna brings us back to the parade. We have a Neverland. Uh, who's that called? Peter Pan and Neverland uh, segment. There's a clock in the crocodiles, in, which we noticed, which was interesting. There. Uh, then we see the Queen of Hearts, Alice in Wonderland uh, segment of the parade. We got the cards. We got a she, uh, Joanna says, make sure you notice she's wearing it. She has a flamingo uh, for a uh, thingamajig. Huh, they even have children actors here for the um, the kids, whoever Peter Pan rescued, Wendy and the other kids. I, don't, I forget who they are. Uh the, the, well, those aren't the Lost Boys, though. There's Smee and Captain Hook. A Smee, is that Smee or Smeagol? Uh, let's see, what else we got? Queen of Hearts. Uh, cast, cast member Snob. I don't know what that says. Flamingo. Cast member Snob. Double X question mark. Oh, wow. The, there's even pirates swinging around on the ship. Uh, Peter Pan. Oh, Peter Pan wins the day. So really produced segment, uh, a lot of dancing, hippos, gators. Oh, they have a Fantasia segment to celebrate 50 years of Fantasia. Uh, then, uh, oh, ostriches dancing with roller skating snowflakes. Uh, that was cool. Second tier of a float. This, uh, oh, no, then there's on the second tier of the float, there's skate, ice skating penguins and roller skating snowflakes. The roller skating snowflakes are in the audience. Oh, more dancing with the crowd, I think. Well, there's Alice, there's flowers, Mad Hatter, the rabbits, Alice's house. Oh, the caterpillar is a, like a long, multi-segmented caterpillar with uh, uh, with those butterfly dances. Uh, and they're doing a lot of swing singing. Now, they, I think they used to have a different caterpillar dance that would dance around. This one is more of a train, like an automatic train or something. Because I thought at some point, like there was one I saw where everybody, each segment of the Caterpillar was a dancer. Oh, we just saw the teacups. Uh, oh, the teasing the next part of the parade. Uh, skating penguins, jam. Oh, Joanna Kearns then later says, hey, you know what? I used to be, I worked at Disneyland as a backup dance uh, for all these bands. I was in bell bottoms and a rainbow wig. Yeah. Oh, there's even, yeah, so right now on the screen, at least, is the dancing gators and uh, hippos with uh, from Fantasia. Then there's a Walt Disney segment talking about Mickey and Disney. Yeah. Uh, then we go back and Mark, Joanna, and Peter Pan. Is that what it says? Uh, welcome back, Mickey Mouse Club. Okay, we'll see how this goes with Mark and Joanna. But then they have a segment with this Mickey Mouse Club. 5,000 kids auditioned. Oh, there's the roller skating. Uh, they have white wigs on, too. Roller skating uh, uh, snowflakes. 5,000 kids auditioned for 14 spots in this new cast of. Uh, Mickey Mouse Club. Now, this was big for Scooter because he watched this. Uh, he was a fan of this particular cast. Now, the later cast had more famous people in it here. 
you know, so you all know about this, but this was the first cast of uh, the new Mickey Mouse Club. So this is the one Scooter saw that recording that you watched him record an episode once. And Scooter's sister was a huge fan of this show as well. Like she even went to see the band live. And I think, you know, you know, this was your first one of your first childhood crushes, I guess, for the Scooter and his sister. Maybe his I think his brother, too. Okay, but right now we got this Walt Disney segment running that uh, Joanna set up. Uh, Walt, you know, kind of says, yeah, it all started with a mouse here, Mickey Mouse. Uh, and then he shows the plans for Disney World. Then they kind of show how it's developing. Maybe it's Disneyland. I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, I think probably Disneyland because it's the 35th anniversary. Yeah, 35 years of magic, Disneyland. Oh, then we have the end segment. Uh, Joanna and Mark, Peter Pan, Captain Hook. Mark's kind of a little bit uh, too much on this last segment, I would say. But I think it's uh, scripted and that he's just doing a really good job with the material because he does say, don't forget about Regis. Uh, and he says, everyone, let's say Merry Christmas all together. Then we see Monorail at Disneyland. Then we get a preview of the... Uh, Mickey Mouse Club. And again, the, the the way they chose this song, this melody that the Mickey Mouse Club sings, almost all the kids got a little bit of a time to shine. And a lot of these kids went on to some success too. Like Scooter even saw, because Scooter had a crush on Brandy, I think he said. And she went on to star in a, like, a, what do you call that? One of the um, soap operas. But there was also a lot of kids. Oh, and also one of these kids was one of the ones that got on Scooter's nerves when he was waiting for the, uh, like, Scooter didn't realize he was one of the cast members. He just thought he was a know-it-all because he was coming and talking to everybody, and Scooter didn't know he was a cast member. But, yeah, right now we have, like, the setup, uh, Chase, Albert, and another kid. I don't know who the other kid's name is. Then they all run out, and they all take turns singing and dancing. And they're dressed in 90s, 80s, 90s gear, but uh, they still do a good job. And they do a whole produced segment. Uh, and each kid gets a little bit of a solo, uh, which was nice. And they even do a little bit of, uh, like, uh, yeah, oh, well, some other dancing. Not every kid gets a solo, I guess, uh, but a couple of kids... Uh, they get a little dance solo if they didn't get to sing. Yeah, and a couple of kids that Scooter said, wow, those, he said some of these kids are really talented and not just singing, but some of the, he, he doesn't remember any of the com- comedy segments. Uh, now they all sing together and they're dancing. Oh, wow. Very good. Very good. And and also good costuming because the, the colors of the outfits kind of play off one another as well. So, yeah, they do a number. I think that, like, is how it almost comes to a close. Uh, but, yeah, do yourself a favor. If you want to connect to Scooter's childhood, watch that there. Uh, then the toy soldiers come, play real. The toy soldiers are playing real instruments, uh, according to Alan or Joan, uh, that they're really playing real music. Uh, Frodo, Mary, Rob, Dinapay. Smart Horses Lounge Band. Okay, I don't know what any of that means, Scooter. Santa, live in a gingerbread. Oh, he Santa lives in a gingerbread house, according to the play, this play. 
Mrs. Gloss, she's mixing cookies. She's also snacking on cookies. We couldn't figure out if that was a bit because even Alan and Joan were confused. They said, is this a bit or is that, uh, is she really eating a cookie during the parade? Probably was a bit, uh, oh yeah, for, for real. Then the elves from the other, the Typhoon Lagoon show, We, I, I think I recognize one of the elves, uh, uh, lots of, uh, characters, uh, the, uh, three little pigs, the characters from Robin Hood of the, oh, there's the shirt, New Hampshire snow. Oh no, no. Okay. Well, I lost my spot there. One second, everybody. Scooter wanted me to see this man's shirt. So I don't know if we missed it, if we can get it back. Uh, it said Christmas snow, Christmas snow, no, 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 New Hampshire something, off to Disney we go. I guess we couldn't find it. So yeah, we're watching the band go by, and toy blocks and kids in the audience there, really playing the drums, really playing the brass. That's got to be a hard job, holy cow. And the band goes by. We see another overhead shot. Very green, that Disney World. Uh, okay, so we come back. Santa. Um, oh, he, he, Alan drops a Millie Vanilli reference when they talk about who's with uh, Robin Hood and the uh, three little pigs or the reindeer. Then there's, gin, there's dancing trees and gingerbread dances, which is very good. Then Kermit does interviews with some children. And you could tell, like, uh, the t- style of humor of Jim Henson and Frank Eyes in the, the uh, Henson Company is a little bit uh, stronger humor than uh, Disney, and in a good way. Because Kermit says, "What you don't know? You don't know any of the reindeer." And the kids try to say, Bob, he, one of the kids says, "Bobby." He says, "No, no, Bobby's not reindeer." And so Kermit's not successful at getting the reindeer, which is fun. Like, almost like, I thought we rehearsed this. Uh, oh, there's the elves on toys, uh, dancing bears, three little pigs. Uh, then we see uh, the dancing reindeer with long tongues. Uh, then the glockenspiel team. Uh, so there's a bunch of people playing glockenspiels. So Santa comes through with Santa. And then Santa's on a remote with Regis, uh, or whatever, radio contact or something. So Regis says, Santa, how you doing? He says, oh, hello, Regis. Uh, maybe even calls him Reach. I don't know. Maybe Reach was not a thing yet. Maybe Kathy Lee was the only person that called him Reach. You know, but uh, uh, he says, oh, hello, Regis. You've been great this year. And Regis says, thanks, Santa. Uh, how you doing? He says, well, I'm in the middle of a parade, so I got to go. Okay, thanks. Uh, bye. Uh, so that was good. Hey, Santa Claus. Uh, hello, Regis. Alan keeps talking about, oh yeah, Alan keeps just commenting about Joan. I don't know, maybe Joan wrote a book. Maybe, maybe that was it. I don't know. But I said, when is he referencing? I don't like it. And then they close it out with, uh, the international politicians, uh, which is said, oh, okay, uh, that's interesting. So you had president, uh, our current president at the time, the first George Bush. Uh, then I think they had former President Reagan. Let's see. And then they go through the whole, like, uh, let's see. Well, I'll tell you everybody since we're here. Joan, zooming on Joan. 
And we got uh, President Bush. Uh, he's standing by a fireplace, uh, hands in his pocket there. And he's, you know, sending a greeting to the world. Uh, and yeah, we're just uh, he's in a sport coat and slacks. And like this uh, SDTV, it's very hard like to see anything. And then we see a picture of him with some kids, maybe his grandkids or his kids, uh, and Barbara. Well, I guess they would be his grandkids, right? And then we come back to him there uh, with a different angle. So uh, very professional stuff. Uh, maybe they were doing a two-camera shoot, actually, because it looks like he's looking at the first camera. Yeah. And then we go to Brian Mulroney, Prime Minister of Canada. He sends a greeting, and they show the Canada Pavilion. Then Ronaldo Pietergini from Italy, and they show the Italy Pavilion there. And uh, then uh, Gunther Van Well, Ambassador of West Germany. So, wow, this was West Germany. It was still existed back then. Holy cow. Yang Shangun of... Uh, China, and they show the Chinese pavilion there. Manuel de Marjorie of France. These ambassadors, though, like, uh, and uh, Nobu Matsunga from Japan, and they show the Japanese pavilion. Yeah, and they, so then they run through, and then they finally close out there with everybody on set, uh, Mickey Minnie. Uh, Regis Allen, Jones' three children, Jones' husband in an MGM Studios hat, uh, and uh, Kermit's. And uh, they all uh, say wave goodbye, and they say goodbye, and it's a nice little close. Uh, Allen makes a couple more jokes. He tries to crack Regis up, and everyone says goodbye, happy holidays. So Ray will say that to you as well. Hope you enjoyed this parade. Watch it with your family uh, for fun on YouTube there. Just search uh, 1989 Walt Disney World Christmas Parade. Thanks, everybody, and good night.